Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Hi. Do you, do you know why my children are still awake? No, probably the same reason why mine are, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, it's funny. I said, hey, hey, hey. Did you ever see Moana? You know what? I've seen bits and pieces of it, but no, I've never sat down and watched it. Okay, so Lily has been, that's like her movie right now. Mm-hmm. And we watch it like probably three so or five times a day. Uh huh. Yeah. And the chicken. Do you remember the chicken? Or I, I know of the chicken, or whatever it, it is the bird. His name is Hey Hey. Oh, okay. So it's Charlie. <laughs> and then, and that that bird is it's stupid. Oh, I mean, why like, you gotta, it, why you gotta call it stupid? It yeah. literally. Well, oh my gosh! It walks. Is it a dodo walk. bird? It, yes. Pretty much. I mean, it's a chicken, but it's oh. basically like his name is Hey Hey. What do you <laughs> <laughs> like? I wouldn't equate him as like a smart animal, like with that. <laughs> well, you never. Well, you know what? I don't think the birds have a real like. Think of Scuttle from Little Mermaid. He was pretty stupid too. Yeah, but that's a stupid name. <laughs> that is a stupid name. And we are discussing animals from cartoons. And- yes. Mom life. Hi, yeah, mom we're, life. We're special. <laughs> what do you do Monday night? Oh, I hung out with a friend and we talked about cartoon characters. So what about you? Yeah. But no, the bird, like tonight, like I just I feel like that bird where I'm just like walking into walls. Like literally yeah. like so there's one part in the movie where he gets on the boat, Moana, so she's traveling to find the hidden goddess to save the world. And, um, so she's on this little boat, um, sailboat on her way there. And she hears this, like, this, like, clunk, clunk. And she goes to look. And then all of a sudden, this, like, coconut, this half of a coconut pops up. And she takes the coconut off. And it's the bird and the, or the chicken. The chicken's looking around. And all the chicken sees is water. And its eyes, like, bug out. And then he starts uh, roostering or I don't know if it's a chicken or a rooster, but anyways, starts making a noise. (laughs) Does it, I don't think roostering is a word, but I know what you mean. Well, does it roost? Then it's a rooster. It's not a chicken. Does it cockadoodle do? Is that what it does? (laughs) (laughs) Such a dork. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, the coconut goes back on. And then she puts the cookie to shut the bird up, or to shut the rooster up. And then she she's like, okay. And then she takes it back off and he's still making that noise and puts it back on. And anyway, she does that. And finally he like calms down. And then she's like, look, the water is our friend. And she starts petting the water. Well, the bird just walks off of the boat into the water and like ends up, you know, feet up in the air, butt up. And so she, she swims in there to get him out and gets him out. And so every time she turns around, the bird, because now the rooster is friends with the water because she said the water is our friend. And so the rooster keeps going back, trying to go back in. She keeps like 
like she'll start to do something and she'll go to grab him so he doesn't jump in and so eventually there's like this little cubby hole like in the bottom of the boat where she puts all of her food and stuff so she puts him in there and then he just starts walking back and forth in there but every time he walks back and forth he hits the edge of that of that little cubby hole like he's walking into walls and then he hits one wall and so he turns around and walks into the other wall and then he turns around and walks. can you visualize what I'm saying. <laughs> I can. And I'm just thinking about how badly you need a girl's night out. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's what I got from all that. Cause Oh my gosh. I remember those days. Oh, so, oh my goodness. I'm like, that's, but that's how my, my date was today. Like just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, and then I don't know why I said, Hey, Hey, but like, it just got me thinking about that bird. And I'm like, Oh, that's my life now. Mm. <laughs> you are so funny. I know. I know. You are I so know. funny. Well, I got, I got stickered up by one of my clients, um, three-year-olds today. <laughs> she brought her to her session. Oh, nice. And so I went and got her some stickers, you know, and entertained them, entertained her. And, um, she put them all over me. I was covered. Nice. It's it's been a while since I've been stickered because my girls are almost eleven. So I was <laughs> they, like, oh, I miss those that. little yeah, I miss those little squishy, squishy little bodies and her little squeaky voice and trying to get words out was just so stinking cute. <sighs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's so it's the, it's awesome because then she leaves and I don't have yeah. any of the responsibility. Right. So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say yeah. <laughs> Sounds more accurate. Yeah, super cute. Like every, yeah, everybody's yeah. like, you're gonna miss these days, and I'm like, I know, yeah, but know, not not enough to want to do it all over again. It, oh, amen to that. You know, I I can't stand when people say that crap because I'm like, you know, they're right, right? However, yeah. that is not helpful in the moment. Don't tell me that stuff right now because <laughs> you know damn well when you were in that moment in the thick of being a mom to a two and three year old, you wanted nothing more than to get out of the two and three year old stage. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me that now. Yeah. You know? It doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love my daughter and she is so stinking cute. Like the stuff she does, she like basically told me off the other day and it was the funniest thing ever. Um, <laughs> like it was also hell at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. So like she didn't get her way in the car on the way home, I forget where we were. Oh, we went to breakfast with my mom and my sisters. And um, she didn't want to wear her seatbelt. And I told her, oh. well, you're going to wear your seatbelt. Right. And I put it on her. And she screamed the whole way home. And she's like, no, mommy, I don't want to. You oh. took off my seatbelt. And at one point, I just started laughing. I'm like, yeah. this is my life. Like, she'll get yeah. over it. And she was fine when we got home. Uh-huh. I mean, she was, like, crying on the way, like, just upset. And then we got home, and then she squished my face. She goes, Mommy, I love you. No. Like, you were such a little you punk. Little freaking Sybil. <laughs> That's what I call, used to call Addison, because she would be like that. One minute, it's like, ah, exorcist, and the next minute, I love you, Mommy. I'm like, you're freaking crazy. Yeah. God, <laughs> God makes you cute for a reason, but you're freaking right? crazy. I told oh, her, my Lord. I said, it's a good thing you're cute. Otherwise, yeah. I would have probably, you know, murdered you like 10 times over. <laughs> I, I tell my children and my husband that all the time. I'm like, you're so pretty. Yeah. You're so pretty. Thank God you're so pretty. <laughs> it's going to carry you far. 
because you just wait like when yours get a little bit older oh they they turn yeah but they turn stupid like they're just i don't want to call my children stupid they're not stupid they're intelligent but they just get dingy as shit man (laughs) you'll you will literally look them in the face and tell them something let's just say okay hey you need to go brush your teeth okay mommy and then two seconds later they're like what'd you say Mm-hmm. Like d- seriously, like we just had a conversation about this. You just said, "Oh, <laughs> I wasn't listening." Oh my god! Oh my god! We're not even teens yet. Lord help me. Did I? I told you what Liam did to my watch, right? No. Oh, okay. So, okay, my four-year-old. He's already starting to show signs of that. Um. So I was. I forget what I was doing, but Lily and Liam were in my bedroom on the bed watching. Uh. A movie or something so they had come out of the bedroom and they were in the kitchen where I was at and um they wanted to go upstairs to play and I said okay go upstairs and play I'm gonna go get um my water out of the bedroom and I'll meet you upstairs well I went in there and my apple watch is sitting next to my it's on my nightstand and I had left a pen out well he decided to take that pen and draw all over the straps of my Apple Watch. <gasps> yeah. But the thing is, he blamed it on his sister. So I Real went upstairs. Smart. Well, but the thing is, it's not smart because Lily will fess up if she does something like that. And uh-huh. I know that. So I went upstairs and I said, Lily, because I thought it was Lily because Liam is four. He should know mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. He's four and a half. And so I said, Lily, did you color over mommy's watch? And she said, no, mommy, I didn't do it. And I look at Liam and I said, Liam, did you do it? And he goes, no. And he looks down. Like he kind of like just not rolls his eyes, but he kind of rolls it downward. And when he looks down like that, I know he's lying. Uh He knows. I know. Mama knows. And I said, Liam, why did you color on my Apple watch? And he said, because and I'm like okay kid you like that is playing dumb like you know better why would you think that would be okay when Mm -hmm. is it ever okay to color on mommy's stuff Mm. like so I mean that he's a dang smart four year old Mm -hmm. so for him like he knew so like that being dumb starts at an early age oh yeah (laughs) And Lord, they test the hell out of us, don't they? Oh, my goodness. But then they turn around and do something so freaking cute that you're just like, all right, like, I like, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with you. Oh, I, no, God does that on purpose. It's, it's all some cruel, cruel plan. And so you don't sell them. To the <laughs> I've tried. So I've tried. Because, and I've tried to do a two for one special, you know, because twins. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't work. It doesn't, nobody nobody will take them and they're super good kids like too they they really are good they're very polite they're very quiet they spent the night at the friends this weekend and when we went over there to pick them up um sunday she was like they're so quiet like normally when this girl has friends over they're like so loud and we're having to tell them to quit screaming she's like but your girls were so quiet i was like i know there's no screaming in our house like take that stuff outside. It just ratchets me up. I cannot handle the, the little girl like 
screaming at the top of their lungs mess it just drives me insane so they don't (laughs) like you just tell them that's not allowed not that my children are not allowed to be children because they are for anybody that's getting their panties in a bunch thinking i'm just horrible but anyway all right (laughs) okay so what i wanted to go into today oh my goodness is let's see hopefully you can hear me okay my phone's being stupid um is the art of slowing down, which is aptly titled because <laughs> the, of the talk we just had. So that was uh-huh. a really nice segue, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody's like, slow down. You're going to miss these times. And, and we all know they're right, but it's still irritating mm-hmm. to hear. So um, <laughs> the, this episode might irritate you, but that's probably because you need to hear it. So I know uh, I, I do. I know. I know. <laughs> M- myself too. So I'm assuming, and I could be wrong because it happens occasionally. Um, most of our audience is, you know, mid thirties to forties, right? Thirties to forties, I would say. Mm-hmm. So I want you to think back to your childhood. Obviously childhood was a simpler time because we don't have responsibilities and bills and kids and jobs and all the things, right? We were supposed to be kids and go to school and we had some household responsibilities. Some of us did, some of us didn't, whatever, but life was pretty simple, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, I know. Can I go back? Can I, please, mm-hmm. can I go back? Mm-hmm. The other thing that our age group has something that no, no other age group does is that we grew up right before the cusp of technology, like internet and all that stuff. So we got to live in a time before the internet. And then as we were growing up, the internet came about, right? Mm -hmm. We're all up to date on technology and stuff. We have the best of, I feel like our generation has the best of both worlds because we know what it was like before technology. So we know that we can be fully functioning and lead a normal life and not have all these distractions and all this technology. But then we also see the benefits and the wonderful things that technology brings. Right. Would you agree? Oh yeah. Okay. It's a blessing and a curse at times, right? It keeps us connected, but sometimes we're too connected. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted to talk about today is just the art of slowing down, especially with all of us being home up each other's butts all the time for the uh-huh. past six months, it's a bit much, right? Um, we're not able to necessarily get out and do the things we want to do or travel like we did or the heck some of us just get a break because our kids are going to school and we don't have that right now. Um, so there's just a couple things I wanted to touch on today that will hopefully help you take a step back and just slow down a little bit and just kind of reevaluate some things. And, and also because I've, I, I feel so strongly just, like I said, about the way we grew up of no technology and then learning technology. We have the best of both worlds and our kids don't know that Mm -hmm. all they know is technology. Most of these kids, not hell. I see strollers nowadays that have built in iPad holders, which makes me just want to freaking slam them into the wall. I think that's completely insane. Insane. Your child does not need that. Um, and you can argue with me till I'm blue in the face, but I'll win. So, um, here here's the thing if you are constantly going at warp speed if you've constantly got you know a device in your hands or a screen in front of your face there's so many things that factor into that um just from being overstimulated 
is one thing. And I think we all know what that feels like just to have too much going on, right. To be, have too much knowledge and, and too many opinions and things being thrown in your face. It's overwhelming. Um, I kind of equate it to, you know, when your toddler gets overtired and they're just a freaking lunatic, mm-hmm. right? Cause it's too much I, stimulation. You certainly don't with a four-year-old and a two, three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're just overstimulated. It's too much, right? Our bodies are not designed to handle this. We are not designed to be connected with a screen in our hand or in our face 24 seven. It's not healthy. Our brain, it's, it's too much for our brains to process. And I'll be honest, I was going to go through and, and cite a bunch of articles and, and list the research stuff. Um, but I just didn't because I think honestly, at, in your core, like, you know, this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying is true, you know? Um, and you can go research it on your own. That's what Google's for, right? <laughs> and it, like I said in the in the in our last podcast episode, if you want to verify anything, go look up again randomized controlled studies and meta analysis, and look at the research on this kind of stuff. It's it's amazing. So slowing down. Um, if you're constantly running at full speed, constantly plugged in and connected, you're not getting the sleep that you need. And for those that are saying, oh, well, no, I'm getting, you know, seven hours of sleep. That doesn't mean it's quality sleep. Mm -mm. Right. So if you're on your screen up until bedtime, that's not healthy. It's not giving your mind and your eyeballs and your body time to completely relax. Right. So at the very least, if you're going to be on a screen, maybe try some blue light blocking glasses to help shut off some of that blue light because that's what's stimulating your brain. Um, I really, really recommend, and this is what we're doing for our girls with school starting back screen time. Stop. It stops at least 45 minutes before bedtime, Mm -hmm. at least. Um, especially now with them being in virtual school, they're on a screen more than they need to be any, not that don't get me wrong. Total. What's the word caveat here? Caveat. My girls have had way too much screen time lately. I'm, just because we're working full time and yeah, so I'm not perfect here. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is definitely something that we try to limit. So, you know, maybe you put your phone down in another room and leave it to charge and read a book or journal or meditate or whatever that looks like for you. Um, The other really cool thing that I love sharing with my health coaching clients is when you are rushing through your day, and you're rushing through breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? Because you need to mark that off your list and get on to the next task. Or you're eating lunch and you're on your phone or you're working at your desk, right? You're just working through lunch, plugging away, or you're engaging in negative gossip, whatever that looks like. That is actually slowing your digestion down. And what happens when your digestion is slowed down, Melissa? <laughs> what? Don't burn as much What? Wait, hold on. Uh, Ask the question again. (laughs) What happens if your digestion is not operating optimally? What what consequences does that have? Oh, you can get constipated. Mm -hmm. And you are not going to be able to effectively burn calories. It could lead to weight gain. It could lead to a whole slew of issues. Yeah. You're You're not breaking down your food properly. You're not assimilating the nutrients from the food you are eating 
And the really big one that you said was you're not metabolizing your food properly, which can Mm -hmm. lead to weight gain. And the other part of that is how many people eat a meal in a rushed state and then, you know, 20, 30 minutes later, they're still hungry. Oh, yeah. I I know you see that all the time in in your practice as well. It's because we're eating in a rushed state and that digestion Mm -hmm. is not having time to do what it's supposed to do. And then that leads to overeating. Mm -hmm. And... And then you couple that in with the end of the day and you're tired and you're watching TV and you're just kind of sleepy and you're starting to eat more, you know, you're just sitting there snacking. It's just that vicious cycle. Right. Right. Um, So it's really, really important that you get the proper amount of sleep um, and you slow down and enjoy your meal. Mm -hmm. Think Think of when, when you were growing up, we ate most of our meals together as a family, mm-hmm. right? And and there was no phones in our hands. There were no TVs on because our kitchen, you know, open concept homes weren't a thing growing up. And I know what your kitchen looks like growing up at your house. You didn't have a TV in the kitchen. Mm-mm. You know, we certainly didn't. Um, no, nobody did. That wasn't really a thing. And now we no have t- Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but we sat down around the table and we ate and that was it. And that's something that we don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, it surprises me every time. And I don't know why, because it was such a big surprise for me the first time that I really realized this when I, when I'm talking to a client, I'm like, okay, I want you to sit down at, at your next meal and I want you to just eat. No phone, no book, no computer, you know, no to-do list. Just sit down and eat. And do you know how many of them say, what am I supposed to do? Eat. (laughs) You eat. You eat. That is what you are supposed to do. We've forgotten that. Well, you know, it's, you have to, and I've actually instructed a couple of my clients to do a similar thing. But I have, I'm like, I want you to focus on what you're tasting. Yes. I want you to. Engage your senses. Yes. You need to focus on food. What, what, what kind of like. What flavors. Yeah. Got going on in there. Are you enjoying them? Are they just kind of bland? Like. Right. What. You know, because our taste buds change as we get older. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So much. I mean, I, you would never see me ever eat an avocado. Um before yeah yeah same and now I mean I don't eat them like by themselves but I love them in things oh yeah same Um, exact same I mean it's just you you've got whether it's through exercise or nutrition you have to start learning your body I think we've become so numb to our body's needs Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and that's what yep so many of us are getting sick and having issues, chronic issues, because we're not listening to our bodies because we don't know how. Amen. Well, it's because we're rushing through and doing too many mm-hmm. other things and not focusing, right? And um, I can't think of the proper quote here, but if, you're, if you've got, you know, 10 different things going on, you're not able to give 100% to any one thing. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, for those of you that have little kids, I remember what it 
you guys, I, I have twins. So imagine dinner time at my house trying to feed two little people in high chairs and getting dinner going and all that. Like, I get it. I remember those days. It's tough. Um, just do the best you can within the context of your, you know, your home life and your schedule. But I just encourage you to really slow down with your meals because the other great thing about slowing down is I think that most of you will find you probably don't finish everything on your plate, right? Because you're actually allowing digestion to occur and your, your tummy and your brain are saying, Hey, I'm good now. I'm full. We can stop eating versus when we're eating at warped speed, that connection is never made because we're not digesting properly. So that leads to overeating. And then that leads to, so we overeat and then we're like, Oh my God, I'm miserable. Right. Mm -hmm. And how many people deal with that? A ton. And that's like a normal thing. Like if you're not, if you're not exactly. And, and we're not aiming to, to be, we're not eating to be full, like Thanksgiving full, right. We're eating to be satiated and satisfied and Mm -hmm. just like, yeah, I'm good. And one thing I, I tell my clients too is if you want more a little bit later, then go back and get some more. Nobody's taking it away from you. Yeah, you should never have to undo your button on your pants or your right. belt buckle after a meal to be like, yeah, I, you know, I'm, that's normal. That's like, right. com- you know, I'm, oh, I, I always do that. No, that's not normal. Like, right. that's not, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have to do that. Like, you should feel like content, like you said, yes. satiated, sas- satisfied, yep. but like you should still feel airy, not compacted. Does right. that make any sense at all? Like it, it does to me. Yeah. In your belly. It's like a feeling um, like you should not feel like there's a lot of pressure. Like if somebody were to go pull up, push on your belly, like you would still be comfortable. It would, right. Whereas if you're full or you ate too much, they put pressure on your belly and it's going to be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, so one thing that, that we'll do with the girls from time to time, and admittedly, we need to get back into this habit, um, is because Brooklyn totally called me out tonight and I'm going to call myself out here because that's how I roll. But <laughs> She goes, we're all sitting on the couch just watching TV. And she goes, what's for dinner? And I kind of looked at her and she goes, let me guess whatever I feel like making. (laughs) And I was like, yep, I'll cook a good meal tomorrow night. She's like, you've been doing that a lot lately. (laughs) I I have been so freaking busy. So it's like we get, we get a couple good meals in and then it's, but we don't keep like crap in the house anyway, but still I was like, damn, I need to cook a good dinner again. Um, (laughs) Well, I, so because I am so busy and I know that, I account for that in my meal planning, and I only cook, like, three, maybe four nights a week. But when I cook, I make a bunch of leftovers. Yeah. So we're eating off of leftovers. I try. I don't have time to cook every night. Right. And that, and that's a great tip, too, It's just that the meal prepping and planning will save you time in the long run. If you can mm-hmm. dedicate – and this is what we used to do when we were really regimented on things. And we'll get back into that as school – picks back up because that's yeah, just course. what works for us. Right. Um, we would do grocery shopping on the weekend and then Sunday we would spend prepping things, you know, either chopping fruits and vegetables. So they were readily available, um, you know, cooking our meat or our protein, 
um, and, and then going from there that way weeknight dinners were just kind of heat up and go, you know, yeah. maybe pair, pair some veggies with it and go. So we'll get back into that. Um, but that does help you slow down during the week because things are busier during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's important. The other thing that we do at dinner time from time to time is, um, to get conversation going and just to help everybody kind of slow down is we like to play the, would you rather game? Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, would you rather eat a bucket of spiders or a bucket of snails? Right. Just little goofy things like that. Um, Of course we ask, you know, how was your day? Blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of lame right now because nobody goes anywhere. So, yeah. Um, It's like, I know how your day was because I saw you all day. I saw you all freaking day. Um, but just little things like that to get the conversation going. We've lost that. We don't, we don't talk mm-hmm. and it's just, it's kind of sad, you know, it like, I think of, I think of how I grew up and not that we had like perfectly planned meals every single day and this lavish, like 1950s, my mom was not a 1950s housewife, you know, um, it, it was just, it was so much simpler and easier. And I think we just forgot how to socialize. Like yes. normal. And you know what I'm seeing too is a lot of the kids nowadays, like the the young ones, my girl's age or the the teens, they have a really hard time with communication and speaking uh-huh. with grownups. Uh-huh. Um I'm always and, and I'm not saying this is like, oh look at me, I'm a good mom, because I suck a lot. But one thing that that my girls that people always compliment my girls on is that Oh, they really know how to speak with adults. Like they're so polite and they can have a conversation and don't get me wrong. They get shy and stuff too, but they can also have a conversation with an adult. And we've just taught that from very early on, you Mm -hmm. know, just talking with them and having them involved in things. And it just, again, it's like a lost art because we're so busy or just, Oh, you know, we'll text them or whatever. It's not the same thing. Uh -uh. So anyway, that, that's my rant about that. But, um, so sleep and digestion, and as we've talked about in previous podcasts, sleep is imperative for recovery. So if you are working out and if you are, you know, really watching your nutrition, um, sleep is crucial. Uh Sleep, sleep is where your muscles repair, recover. Um, sleep is where your kiddos grow. (laughs) <laughs> their brain continues developing, you know, all the, it, it's vital. Um, and you can't, you can't overlook it. Um, it also leads to better recovery. I don't know if I just said that or not. I'm having a total. Yeah. Are you having a hey, hey moment? Yeah. I'm having a hey, I hey had moment. one of those earlier. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but again, that's where you recover. So I'll mm-hmm. move on from that. Cause I think I just repeated myself, but yeah, it's um, all right. We still yeah. love you. Um, and then we talked about cortisol levels in a, I think the episode one or two before this. Yeah. Um, and why that's crucial to, you know, having healthy cortisol levels and how that plays into every other facet of your health. Um, and then the better sleep you're getting means you're more energized to do all the things, right? Um, and that will only increase your results with diet and exercise as well. Because as we spoke of before, if you're already stressed out to the max and going 90 to nothing, adding in an intense workout, you know, five days a week is likely not doing you any favors. No, it's not. It's, it's just adding extra stress in and that's not healthy. 
Um, so a couple ways to, to slow down and then we'll wrap up, um, that routine. I am all about routine. Like I freaking love and look forward to my routine. And so for the girls with school, we have a hard bedtime and wake up time, non-negotiable, um, during, during school, like Sunday through Thursday, you know, or Friday morning, whatever. Um, even though it's virtual, we still have a bedtime and we're still expected to get up and, you know, brush our teeth, comb our hair and put clothes on. They don't have to get fancy because it's virtual school. Um, but they need to get out of PJs and just get in the habit of being present. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, we focus on obviously proper sleep that comes with the bedtimes, no screens in their bedroom. Their, um, their respective screens are kept in a separate room overnight. And we have timers set on them as well. So, you know, a, a, one of my best friends, she uses a timer on her social media for herself. And she's a grown woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she limits herself because she knows she'll get sucked in and it drags her down. So you need to look for ways that you know are not doing you any favors. And maybe you use it, you know, if you have an iPhone, I don't know about Android, but I know iPhone, we can set timers on our social media mm-hmm. and it, it tracks how much time we use. Uh, on a weekly basis, we get that report that's like, hey, your screen time was up or down or whatever. And then you can actually look at where you spent the most time. That's a really valuable tool. Uh, you can try journaling, meditation, the blue blocking glasses I mentioned earlier. If you are going to be on the screen, um, CBD may work for you. Obviously, exercise if well-programmed, massage, um, getting outside with nature. Mm-hmm. And, and getting that vitamin D is so, so important. Um, and because generally, hopefully when you're outside, you're disconnecting, right? You're putting the phone down. You're not taking it with you. You're just being, um, however, if you're, if you are one of those people that needs to take a picture every time you go outside, <laughs> that's not going to be the best option for you. Um, but the other thing we did for a while when the girls were in, in school was we had a technology free Tuesday. So every Tuesday after school, there was like no technology, no phones, no computers, no nothing. And we would play a game or, you know, play cards, just do whatever, but it did not involve a screen. And it was just a way for us to completely disconnect and be present together as a family. Um, And just kind of get back to how things were when we were kids, Mm -hmm. you know, not that we spent every had a nice family dinner and then sent sat down and played a game together as a family. No, but still it just helps you kind of reset a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as we talked about earlier, um, your nutrition is a huge way to slow down. If I could get, if I could get all of my clients just to slow down when they eat, it it would have such a um, trickle down effect, if you will, Mm -hmm. carry over into so many other things. Um, so I think it's just really important to focus on areas that you can cut back, slow down a little bit. Maybe there's some things you can take off your plate or off your schedule. Mm -hmm. If you have the option, delegate certain tasks, things like that. Um, I, I'm fortunate that I have a, um, I'm going to have a, a, somebody come clean my floors and my blinds this week. I know not everyone is in that position, so I understand that. Um, but for me, it's going to take a huge load off my plate just to have that done. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so if you're in that position, that's a great thing to do. Like, I know that I, I, I can do a better job than anybody will ever do. Right. Like there's certain things you just do better oh, yeah. yourself, <laughs> yeah. but it's like knowing that I don't have to do that. And this is not something I do often at all. Um, but it just makes me feel better and gives me time for, for other things. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything you wanted to add? Um, yeah, there's one thing. So I mean, I think everybody knows what FOMO is. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that we have to stop letting FOMO dictate our lives. Um, I feel like when you think you're going to miss out on something, you let that guide your agenda, your calendar, and you really have to sit down and prioritize what's important. Like, you know what? So what if you miss that event? you know, where a bunch of people are going to be at, or so what if you miss out on this or that is missing that one thing really going to dictate how your how you live your overall life. Well, if you keep doing all those things, yeah, you're going to be so spent. You're not going to know what to do, Yeah, but you need to really think about those opportunities that arise. Is it really worth it? Yeah, that's a good point. And I mean, there's a lot of times where I just, I'll say I'm going to go do something and it's not like it's going to hurt anybody by doing this, but at the last minute, I'm like, I just really don't want to, I just need Mm -hmm. to stay home tonight. You know, I, I would rather sit on my couch and just zone out than, than go do that. Um, and I'm the worst. Like I, if I say I'm going to do something, like I, I feel awful if I don't actually do it or if oh. I, yeah, like we're if, total opposites yeah, in that regard. I know. I know. And, and, but no, I mean, there's good qualities of that. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not a total jerk. If it's, if I tell somebody I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. It's not like that. It, yeah. It's one of those like, oh, so-and-so said they're going here for the night. They're going to go hang out if you want to join them. Cool. You know, I might say, oh yeah, that sounds like a good time at the time. And then when it comes down to it that day, if I've had a bad day or I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I'm going to feel even worse if I go out and have a drink. I'm just going to stay home. You know, it's, it's easy for me to be like, nope, self-pressure, self-preservation mode. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to like bail on you. I mean, let's be honest. Okay. You're going to miss opportunities all day long by choosing things that matter the most. Um, yeah. So, but really what are you missing out on? Like if you choose to, you know, go to the pool with your family instead of, um, you know, know. going on a trip or going like, um, you know, you're going on a a girl's trip and going hiking and, or biking, um, or shopping or going out to a movie or going bowling. Like really what are you, you're missing a party, Uh, a friend's throwing a big party and you decide to, stay at home with the kids because you haven't seen them in a while and you haven't had an opportunity to spend with them. What are you really missing out on by going to that party? Not going, I'm sorry, not going to that party. Whereas your kids, like, what are you missing out if you haven't seen them in a while? So, and maybe you just need, maybe it's not even about the kids, like where they haven't seen you in a while. Maybe you just need a mental break. Like you just need to be alone or at home, not going out, not doing things Mm because you've been go, 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 you know, 
So you just need a chance to recharge and you can't recharge if you're always on the go. I mean, think about a battery, right? Like if you use it time and time again, eventually it's going to die out on you. Yep. Yep. So, or you need to recharge it in order for it to, you know, come back. But if you're not taking the time to recharge it, it's not going to come back. Exactly. Exactly. You have to, you can't pour from an empty cup. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But, you know, and we all need reminders of it. I know I do. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Everybody needs reminders of slowing down in different ways. But, I mean, I definitely need to do it more often, but I still do it. And it's something that I still put in the back of my mind that, hey, I need to do this. Yep. Um, And that's what, you know, I would say for everyone listening that, you know, if you're you haven't been doing it, you need to start. And Mm -hmm. is it going to be like a regular thing, you know, once you jump into it? No, probably not. But you need to try to remember to do it more often than not. Yep. It is good for mind, body, soul, all of that. All of it. Yeah. Because if your mind's not right, the rest of you is not going to be right. And really, like, (laughs) who are you serving by not being right? Exactly. Exactly. And maybe a when I was um, sharing some of the ways that you can kind of decompress or slow down, maybe that means a social media fast for a little bit. Yeah. If you need, if you need to put a label on it, you know, um, I, I made the mistake of commenting on something earlier today and I knew I shouldn't have, you know, I do not discuss politics or anything like that on social media because it's just a waste of time. Yeah. And, and I know that every now and again I get sucked in though Mm. and and I did and it wasn't ugly but it just it made me feel dirty no like not dirty like kind of kind of it wasn't political but it was it pissed me off a little bit and just kind of made me like angsty if Mm. you will and I was like after I was and, and I kind of had an exchange with the person and it wasn't ugly but you could tell we had different differing viewpoints which is totally fine um but it was just like this brings no value to me whatsoever yeah this was a complete waste of my time like why did I do that and so I it'll probably be a very long time before I do it again (laughs) it it usually is because then something like this happens and I'm like damn it this is why I don't do it (laughs) um nothing good comes from this you know um so if you have a hard time setting those boundaries, if you feel like you got to comment on everything, cause I know it's so hard sometimes, um, especially when you feel really strongly about something, maybe you just take a break, you know, um, or, or use that timer. It, it's very, it's very freeing because I see so many people get caught up in so much stuff that's going on right now. And I'm like, I just, I can't. It's not that I don't care. I for my mental well being and for me to continue functioning and taking care of my family, like I can't, I cannot choose to focus on that particular thing right now, mm-hmm. or get caught up in that. You know. Oh yeah. You just have to know your boundaries, and and you don't owe anybody an explanation. Um, I think that's the other big thing. So many. I know you struggle sometimes with mm-hmm. saying no or over. Me? No. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but you don't owe anybody an explanation. You know? Yeah. No, I, I mean, 
I get told that quite often. I mean, except um, for me, you have to explain yourself to me, but <laughs> otherwise you don't know anybody at an explanation. Yeah. So. It's yeah, no, I mean, and I, I definitely struggle with that. Um, you, you know, well, I'm also, I'm also a two, which if you mm, never, never, I'm a six. A, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> six and a one. Oh, um, yep. I'm a two and a three. So, well, I'm a mm. two with a three wing. Um, but anyways, um, so of course, like I'm a people pleaser and yeah. I am. Yeah. And I feel like I owe everybody the world and unfortunately I mean there's goods and bads to that yeah Um, but I just have to I can't make myself or the people most important to me a priority if I focus on everyone else and that's something that I've been working on and trying to let go of and it's been a struggle um but I'm getting better at it um because as a mom especially a mom of three I have less and less time every day to do things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I have no choice. Like I have to prioritize. Yeah. As a mom of three, as a wife, as a business owner, like, you know, I, as just a, a human being, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have less and less time every day to do things and I need to prioritize um, the things that matter the most. Yeah. I love that. And I think, I think that's a great point to end on. You have to prioritize what matters most to you. See, we're getting better and better at at this ending the podcast thing. I know, right? (laughs) We are nearing our 50th episode, which is super exciting. We should have like a party. I know. And we're going to have to have like a, like a killer ending to it or something. Not an ending, but a a closing, if you will. Yeah. We're going to have to, we're going to have to figure that out. We're going to have to come up with like a jingle. We should. Well, there's a little, there's kind of a little like jingle-ish thing if you wish, if you want to call it that at the end. But no, no, like it has to be like a, like a, we have to have like our own little jingle. We need like a, like a tagline or something. Are you going to sing? Oh, no, I'm not. You don't want that because then we'll lose, (laughs) we'll lose followers. No one will ever listen again. (gasps) It was funny, Lily, the other day she had a. I gave her a lollipop. Um, we went to Trader Joe's and she loves her lollipop. So I gave her a lollipop on the way home. And she go, lollipop, lollipop, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> the end. Catch you later. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. All right. All right, right, I'm out. All right, I'm out too. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.